And we are back with another episode of Pass It to Patrick. What a day. What a day. What a day. What what NBA playoffs. My God. They are crazy. These injuries have unrailed the so-called playoff train. It is off the tracks and it is off into the ditch. It's just a mess. All the cars are cringled up on each other. Just a bad wreck and... My God, the 76ers today, just some bad news all around. Joel Embiid, uh, it looks like he's going to be out uh, for the playoffs, and that's the 76ers uh, playoff series. It's They're done, I'm sorry to say, uh, Philly fans, but next year, get everyone healthy. And, oh, Anthony Davis, the, the Lakers last night, oh, that was bad. That was bad, and I've been watching basketball for a long time, but that was... That was one of the worst displays of uh, teamwork, urgency, and knowing uh, the moment that I've seen. Uh, LeBron walked off in the fourth, and I don't blame him. Don't blame him one bit. If uh, I'm the only guy who puts up the amount of points that he did, and then his team, that's what they give him, you know what? That's a statement. They need to pick it up. Because there's there's not a lot of scrubs on that team. They're a good team. And that that last night was just, uh, that was terrible. That was a train wreck also. Chris Paul, credit to the Phoenix Suns, though. Chris Paul, uh, them guys played good. Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton. You know, Cameron Payne, where did he come from? Because Cameron Payne is putting up some crazy numbers. But today I want to get into the injuries of the playoffs. And is this normal to have this many injuries? Is it not normal? Is it because of the condensed season? Why are we having all these injuries? Because Murray for the Denver Nuggets went out earlier, you know, and then all of a sudden we got AD down, we got Joel Embiid down. I mean, these guys keep dropping like flies. And I can't speak for, you know, past seasons or, you know, decades ago, but it just feels like this year there's been a lot of injuries late in the season, and I do think it has something to do with the condensed season. And, you know, LeBron James hasn't been very happy this year. Uh, and I think he's one of the few that have voiced his concerns over it, the condensed season. And because they were in the finals, a lot of teams weren't like the Heat and the Lakers. They, you know, they got that extra, little bit extra time off. And it, it just goes to show you that you need those summers off, that time. Because LeBron James isn't at 100% still. He hasn't got that, you know, jump in his step. He's still uh, finding that. So no doubt, I think the condensed season may have been a mistake. I mean, maybe give them a little more time off. And I know what everyone's saying. Oh, you're just a LeBron fan. Why why should he get special treatment? Well, because he's the face of the league. And when he's gone, the league will not be the same. Unless they can find some heir to the throne. But the injuries this year have been incredible. Incredibly you know, one after the other is what I'm meaning to say. So it's just, it's sad to see because I thought the 76ers had a decent shot, you know, with them bigs against the Nets, if they would have met them and the Nets, you know, they're going on to face Milwaukee. And, you know, last night's Lakers, uh, Lakers Suns game just showed that having youth on a team is very good. And that's one thing that the Lakers, it concerns me a little bit with them that they don't have that that youth on their team because you need that you need a you need a combination 
that is one thing that I wish LeBron teams, you know, kind of worked in was a few younger guys. You know, you got Kuzma, but everyone else is seasoned on that team, and that's okay, but I just I would like to see a little more pep in their step. And they, they just didn't have it last night. I'm hoping, you know, they can come back and find it and make a series out of this because it would be a shame to see the Lakers, you know, get thumped, uh, you know, round one. So we'll we'll see what happens. But it's very interesting because last night LeBron James, he struggled a little bit, but not too much. He he found his groove. He started playing really well for the Lakers. But yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. His teammates, his teammates. I, I, I'm tired of people saying LeBron should be able to do it on his own. Since when has any NBA star done it on their own? Just when has any NBA star done it? I, I, I can't think of any. Didn't Michael Jordan have problems getting by certain teams and still, until Scotty found him? Scotty Pippen came on in one, two, three. There they go. He couldn't get by Magic. <laughs> stop. So I, I wish people would stop trying to compare and say that oh Kobe and MJ you know what a what a loser LeBron is he 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 can't win well no he can't because we've seen this happen LeBron James needs help right he needs teammates this would be no different put Michael Jordan in this situation okay he gets drafted by the Bulls you know mediocre but he doesn't get Pippen no 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 he doesn't get any of the help that uh he needs so, let's say he gets drafted by Cleveland. Okay. You know, for six, you know, years, doesn't win anything. Do you expect him to stay? You know, do you expect him to keep going when the front office wouldn't get him pieces? No. So, he would go to Miami. he finally have the help. Michael would finally have the help. And he would win a couple championships. But, you know, Dwayne Wade was older. And the wheels started falling off earlier on Dwayne Wade. Okay, well, then he... You know, Michael would have to jump over and go back to Cleveland because they've had a few pieces. Well, those guys kind of flaked out. Okay, well, now he's going to have to go to the Lakers because he needs an extra teammate. Well, now AD can't seem to stay healthy. So, you see, insert any of these greats and you'll get the same results. I 100% I believe that. You cannot sit here and tell me that these guys are 10 times better than LeBron James. I don't even know why it's an argument we're done here. No, 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 no. They are all great players and they all need help is what I'm saying. They, they all need help. You can't expect one guy to carry the team and you can't, sometimes you can't even expect two. You may need three stars. And I don't know why people have a problem with that. You know, when Kawhi and Paul George teamed up, <laughs> I mean, it was a move and people may not liked it because it was, you know, teaming up, but it didn't get hate. Mm -mm. everything LeBron James does seems to get hate one way or the other and it's just based off jealousy that's all it is every LeBron hater it's just based off jealousy that's what that, that's been the thing for you know decades and even Michael Jordan had critics and even Kobe had critics and LeBron James has critics and it just comes with the territory of being great but you can't put it all on one guy's shoulders that's not fair everybody up to that game was saying well LeBron James can he carry uh, his team to a victory he's not unknown to do it no yeah he can do it but the reason he is passive is because he knows he can't take 40 shots a game you know they were doubling him they were playing different looks on defense at LeBron he how are you gonna play when they're double teaming you triple teaming you sometimes 
Like, I, I don't understand the mindset there. If he's so great, why can't he get past him? Okay, sure, because if they triple-team Michael Jordan and triple-team Kobe Bryant, you know, they would have just made it work. No, not to stop it. LeBron James needs a teammate that's reliable, and reliability on his teammates so far has not been there. I mean, look at that. Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh, nah. Kyrie Irving, Kevin Love, nah, they're kind of done. They kind of had their stuff. Uh, now we're with AD, and AD was supposed to be the one. AD was supposed to take that step this year, and he just didn't. He just didn't take it. And LeBron James there now is sitting here today thinking, wow, <laughs> what do we got here? Do I need to even start recruiting another star? Because so far, what I've seen is AD is getting hurt, and he's not jumping back, and it's scary because they may need to bring in a third star, and I don't think LeBron planned on that. I don't think he planned on bringing in a third star, but that's that's kind of what it's looking like. And I don't know who they're going to get. There was talks they were pursuing other people. They tried to get Andre Drummond, you know, and they did get him, but he didn't turn out to be the Andre Drummond that they hoped he would have been. He's still good. Bottom line is LeBron James has not had the help for a long time. That, you know, Scotty was consistent. He was consistent. Paul Gasol was consistent. You know, for years, that's how they won. Shaq and Kobe. It wasn't just Kobe. It wasn't just Shaq. Shaq was on Orlando. What happened there? Is he getting the same hate? You need help to win these games. That's what it comes down to. There are different factors that play into each series. You know? So, I think the Lakers are in trouble. I think the Suns could win this series very easily. I'm never going to bet against LeBron. I'm never going to bet against him. And maybe AD can get back in here and just, you know, play through the injury. That's what I'm hoping. But I don't don't like hearing all these people say LeBron needs to rise up to the challenge. You know, he has risen to the challenges. He's exceeded those. So the time, everyone still acts like LeBron needs to prove something. He's done proving it. He doesn't need your validation. He's proved everything that he needs to prove. This is just icing on the cake. So I hope the Lakers figure it out. I hope that, uh, you know, I, I hope it's a good series. I hope we still get, you know, game seven. I really do. And let the chips fall where they may. But, boy, it did not look good the other night. And ugh, it was just a bad showing by the Lakers. But Phoenix, credit to them. They played really well. Devin Booker is a scoring machine. The guy is out of this world. DeAndre Ayton has taken that next step, I believe. And the leadership of Chris Paul, (laughs) the leadership of Chris Paul has shown why he should have been the MVP, why he should be the MVP. It's it's just that team is well put together. They know what they are. You know, Monty Williams has them guys playing inspired. I I love watching their game and uh, kudos to them. So I want to segue into this now because... Brad Stevens, for the Celtics, has moved into Danny Ainge's uh, position because Danny Ange has now retired. And this movement by the Celtics, I believe, is very, very important. It wasn't working with Brad Stevens as the coach. I personally think Brad Stevens is an amazing play caller. I do. I think he draws up these plays, these schemes, and they just work perfectly. You know, he, he's proven that time and time again. But, you know, Danny Ainge is getting older. He wanted to retire, and I think it's the best move you could make. you got to move Danny Ainge up into the uh, system. Because why? Because players need to be inspired. You can be the best play caller, the best, 
you know, draw up a play, go do it, guys. Here's the scheme, go. But, you know, Andy Reid's one of the best at that in the NFL, but what's the difference here? Andy Reid, if you've seen him in the locker room, he inspires those guys to play. Hey, let's go. And that's what they, they need right there. And Brad Stevens, you can kind of tell he's a little passive. He doesn't, you know, kind of quiet, kind of like a, I don't even, I think you get more passion uh, out of the Spurs head coach, Greg Popovich. And he draws up amazing plays. But Brad Stevens, I think this move needed to happen. I, I like Danny Ainge. He made some great moves there. Some of them didn't work out. Some did. Jason Tatum, I think the Celtics are being self-aware here. They know, they know that their time is now because they got Jalen Brown. They got Kemba Walker. They have Jason Tatum. These guys, Marcus Smart, they're, they're primed to win. They should be ranked higher and doing better than they are. And I think I think one of their things is because their players are putting up good numbers, I think it's just they're not playing inspired, and I don't think the coach can get them guys like going in the locker room. I think they, you know, these guys are alpha uh, males, athletes. They need to be inspired. And I, I think that takes a, I think that takes a special head coach. Doc Rivers can do it. Ty Lue can do it. Uh, Greg Popovich can do it because the scheme is very important. And Brad Stevens is a great, great, great play caller. But you got to have that extra element if you're a head coach in the NBA, especially in the NBA. So he moves up there. I think that that'll be great for the organization. He's a very smart guy. You know, he's coached. He has that experience. Danny Ainge is a little older. He did great there. Good for him. He's retiring. And uh, I hope the Celtics can kind of get things worked out. I think they need to make a couple trades and uh, figure out their you know draft position this year. But o- overall, this is a good team, and I think they're going to make a smart hire here. I just think they are. They need to find a guy that can inspire. That's all they need to do. So sticking with the NBA theme tonight, uh, because these NBA games are happening tonight, and that's what the kind of, I don't know, overall story is of this podcast episode today is the NBA. So like the Wizards are going to play the 76ers tonight. That's going to be a great game. Now that Joel Embiid's out, I believe the momentum will shift. I think Washington could win tonight. I think they could. And uh, I'm not I'm not going to say one way or the other, but I think there's a – they didn't have a shot at all, and now they have a shot. Now they do. Uh, Russell Westbrook is healthy. He's going to be playing, and the, they're going to be in play, playing inspired basketball because they know this is their opportunity. This is it. If you're going to do anything, Wizards, tonight is the night. And I think it's going to be a great game. I can't wait to watch it. The Atlanta Hawks now, they go back to the Garden. And uh, we'll see if that's enough to get the Knicks back into the series. Uh, They they definitely need it. It would be something if Trey Young could close it this series out tonight in the Garden. And, you know, that crowd would get real quiet real quick. You know, there wouldn't be any uh, fan incidents. Surely not, right? They need to be watching that game close. Security's got to be tight at the Garden tonight because you never know what some of these crazy fans can do. It's been... I've never seen it this bad where fans are running out and doing crazy stuff uh, to these teams, throwing water bottles. It's just stupid. Um, But that's going to be an exciting game. If they can make it a series, it'd be fun. But honestly, I think the Hawks... I I called this this series earlier. The Hawks are definitely going to take this series. But no doubt, a fun game to watch. Uh, The Grizzly and Jazz played tonight, too. Um, I believe Utah, they're going to win the series tonight. 
Uh, they'll they will advance. The Donovan Mitchell, Rudy Gobert, uh, Sixth Man of the Year, Jordan Clarkson. That them guys are playing great right now. And John Morant's young, but he's taking that next step. So next year he'll take even another leap. And these this is kind of the process. You have to go through the process if you're the Memphis Grizzlies. You just do. That's 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 it. And the Mavericks and Clippers play tonight. Oh boy, what a series there. We're tied. Big game. I, I'm pulling for Doncic's. I don't know. You know, I maybe it's just me, but I feel like the Mavericks team plays with a little more fire. I've not been impressed with the Clippers. They they tank to not face the Lakers. They go to the Mavericks. They go down 0-2. Now they're finding their groove, but I'm kind of rooting for the Mavericks. Meh. I'm not being biased here. I kind of I kind of like Luka Doncic. So like, but no doubt it'll be a great series too. So some great games tonight. But hopefully there's no more injuries because injuries have de- derailed the NBA playoffs right now. So let's kind of move into this now because we need to talk a little NFL today. We're not going to go an episode without talking NFL. Uh, the Aaron Rodgers drama. I've touched on it so many times on this podcast just because it's such a polarizing story. But apparently it's leaked that the Packers organization is doubling down and uh yeah we're not trading Aaron Rodgers but it's a leak no 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 no. stuff doesn't get out unless one of the parties wants it to get out so obviously the Packers leak this they're they're you know they're holding their ground we're not going to trade Aaron Rodgers he's ours the rest of the league deal with it if Aaron doesn't play Aaron doesn't play and you know Aaron Rodgers is just chilling and it kind of shows the Packers aren't going to cater. This is the Packers, and this is what I've said about the whole situation. There are certain franchises you don't mess with. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's it's bigger than you, and it's bigger than a lot of people. It's the Packers organization. It's like the Cowboys. You don't do this. You, you don't try and revolt against this organization because what has history shown? The Packers have never catered to a quarterback's demands, ever. Remember Favre? They got sick of his, uh, you know, antics there in Green Bay. So the the Favre, the Favre deal with the Packers, Aaron Rodgers, it's all the same. Jordan Love's there. I think this is over. I don't think Aaron Rodgers will play another snap. He's not going to get traded. He's going to sit out this year. I think that's the road that's, you know, happening. We'll see with the uh, OTAs. We'll, we'll see what happens in a couple weeks. But what I've garnered from this is Aaron's trying to fight something that he can't beat, and that's the Green Bay Packers and the Green Bay, Green Bay organization. And the fans in Green Bay, yeah, they're done with him. They choose the Packers, and that's no surprise. When Brett Favre did this, they chose the Packers. They didn't go with Brett Favre, you know? So it's bigger than the quarterback, and it's one of the few franchises that this happens. The Seahawks cater to Russell Wilson. They fixed that up right away. No, 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 Russell, you got to stay here. The Seahawks, we were nothing before you. Don't don't leave. Well, the Packers are the opposite. They were a lot before Aaron Rodgers. Bart Starr, Brett Favre, you know, the lineage there, and then Aaron Rodgers, and then Jordan Love stepping in. They are much bigger than a lot of NFL teams. If you're the Browns, you do this. You you cater. <laughs> you, you'd cater to Aaron Rodgers. Seattle, you'd cater to Aaron Rodgers. Tampa, you'd cater to Aaron Rodgers. Green Bay, mm-mm. Cowboys, no. Steelers, no. There are some organizations in this league that have that are so ingrained because of their fan base. Their fan base doesn't side with the quarterback. <laughs> they don't side with the quarterback. The the Cowboys fans, they love Jerry Jones, you know? And they love Dak Prescott. 
but they love the Cowboys organization more. So the certain teams just don't budge. And it was always, you know, comical to me that Aaron Rodgers believed that the Packers, you know, owed him more. I'm with the Packers and I make them, he does make them 10 times better, but he's not bigger than them. He's just not. And plus Aaron Rodgers, I don't know him personally, so I can't speak on his character and I'm not going to try and say he's a bad guy, but so far from what you can tell, the perception of Aaron Rodgers is he's kind of flaky. He was kind of there in Green Bay to have, you know, he's kind of there. He's kind of not. He's kind of having fun with them. He's kind of there to have fun. You know, I'm here. I want to win. But, you know, I'm going to jet- jettison back out to California and hang out with my celebrity friends. I'm going to go do Jeopardy. And Green Bay is not a modern place. I live in the Midwest. And take it from me, the Midwest is full of farmers who put their heads down and go to work. It's it's full of people that don't want drama. And so far, Aaron Rodgers has given them drama, and uh, they're they're pretty much done with him. It's kind of sad what's happened, but also, it, it, it's it's part of life, right? Tom Brady outgrew the Patriots. Aaron Rodgers finally moving on from the Packers, and it's just part of life. You just constantly have changes through your life. And Aaron Rodgers, they're done with him. He's done with them. We can. They just need. I wish they would trade him. I really do. I'm kind of upset that they're not going to I think you need to make the best of each situation and that's one of the things I disagree with you know with uh, the Packers is they're kind of so set in their ways that they're trying to prove it to Aaron Rodgers but you just need to trade him and get what you can for him I think it'd be foolish not to trade him so in other breaking news uh, you know Mike Krzyzewski for the Duke uh, Blue Devils has announced he's going to retire after uh, this next season and uh, this guy has cemented his legacy, one of the greatest college coaches, 1,097 career wins at Duke. <laughs> and he's taken the Blue Devils to the Final Four on 12 occasions. He has won 12 regular season season ACC championships and 15 conference tournament titles, with producing 28 NBA lottery picks and 41 first-round selections over the years. Wow. And, uh, you know, another stat, he's having five national titles, puts him second only to former UCLA coach John Wooden, who won 10. This guy's legacy is cemented. We always talk about on this podcast how I don't like to compare LeBron to different players right now because he is still writing his legacy. Uh, but, you know, Mike Krzyzewski, he's he's written his legacy. It's in stone. Uh, I hope he has a nice farewell tour with the Blue Devils and Duke. And I hope they make a run at stuff. You know, he was hired in 1980. <laughs> and he won national championships in 1991, 1992, 2001, 2010, and 2015. While setting the men's career coaching victories record in November 2011. The guy has done so much for the sport of uh, college basketball. I would compare him a little bit to Stephon Curry for the NBA. He changed the way you thought about college basketball just like Steph uh changed the way you played the game of basketball in the NBA take threes <laughs> generational talents uh that keep advancing the sport and we need more of those and and uh, I couldn't be happier that he's you know calling it a career because he's he's earned it to retire he has cemented uh what he's done there in Duke they're going to build a statue of the guy honestly he he's turned out so many NBA prospects and uh, number one picks, it, it's crazy. So uh, definitely exciting for Coach uh, Mike Krzyzewski. He's going to get some well time off. So 
Something that I also want to talk about a little bit today is the Ben Simmons and Philadelphia 76ers um, issue that we're having because they've started fouling Ben Simmons more just like they did Shaq back in the day because they know that Ben Simmons can't shoot uh, shoot so you know shoot threes shoot mid-range shoot free throws he just can't and a lot of people have defended Ben Simmons and saying that he is what he is and I couldn't agree more with them you can't bench Ben Simmons and you can't you know some people are saying they wish he would have worked on more Sometimes you got to know your limits. That's that's what he's doing. He knows that he can't shoot the ball. He knows it. And I think his coach knows it, but he does so many things right. You know, posting, running up to the rim, you know, inside the inside the arc, you know, controlling the post, making the right passes, great passer, advances the ball, plays with great tempo. He does so much. Drives in and, you know, clogs the lane on defense and he drives the ball in scores when he needs to you know gets twos but the thing is he doesn't shoot and so it's really hard for people to put their arms around Ben Simmons and that's why I don't think Philly will win because they need to put their their all into these next you know games and Ben Simmons he isn't that next threat yeah he does a lot of things well but shooting the basketball and getting threes are so important it's so important, and I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of torn on who I think uh, Ben Simmons reminds me of. What's the comp for him? Because I want to say he's you know like Magic, but he's not. And I want to say when early signs showed that he was going to be like LeBron, and people were like kind of freaking out, like, "Hey, this guy, this guy is the next LeBron." Well, he can't shoot the three ball, and. He's tried, and he's tried, and he's tried. And I think he's finally come to the realization he is what he is. And that's important no matter what industry you're in, realizing who you are. Some people say you got to keep pushing, you got to keep pushing, you got to keep pushing. And that's true. You do have to keep pushing. But you also need to have self-awareness and know your limits and know who you are as a person and the confidence you give off when you do know those things is huge for your team to know for for whatever you're doing in life and it makes you humble and so far i like i like what i'm seeing from ben simmons he knows who he is i wish people would stop giving him a hard time about not being able to shoot the basketball but they won't they'll keep pushing on it because that's the narrative that's around ben simmons right now and you know we 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 criticize some of these players for things they can't do what about all the things they can do? I mean, Shaq couldn't shoot a free throw, and he got criticized for it, but it's Shaq. I mean, you put him in the paint, he's posting guys up. He's unstoppable, but yet he can't shoot free throws. We, we do this with every player, and I, I really hope that Ben Simmons can pull it together and maybe try and make a, a, a push in the playoffs against the Wizards, but I think I think the tides could be turning, and I think Russell Westbrook could be leading the Wizards and Bradley Beal leading the Wizards Wizards past the 76ers. Just a hunch, not for sure, not for sure at all. But I kind of want to end the show with this because we've talked a lot about the NBA and uh, where is it going with the playoffs, who will be in the finals. I'm going to I'm going to tell you who I have in the finals after uh, everything that's happened. Just predictions. Cuz I did have the Lakers. And I'm still, this this could change, but as of right now, I have the Nets in the finals and have the Utah Jazz. I do. I have the Utah Jazz. I Rudy Gobert, 
Donovan Mitchell, Jordan Clarkson, player after player. I mean, Rudy Gobert is a defensive monster. You try and go in on him, he ain't letting it happen. That crowd, that energy, you know, that the, the Jazz have a lot going for them. They got Donovan Mitchell back, an all-star. And Jordan Clarkson, sixth man of the year, the guy is an animal. <laughs> he, he, is, he is playing great. He's unstoppable. And the Brooklyn Nets, well, kind of self-explanatory. Kyrie Irving, James Harden, and Kevin Durant. These guys are balling. And Kevin Durant is playing great. Kyrie Irving's playing out of this world. James Harden's, you know, passing the ball with uh, poise and composure. And he's making accurate passes. He's making the right passes. And I think this could be the year he gets his ring. And I, I, I've kind of been, you know, flip-floppy on the, you know, Brooklyn Nets. But I, I, I think they're putting it together when they need to. I think they're doing what the Lakers can't do right now and it's because it's no fault on LeBron or anyone on the Lakers but they just can't put the pieces together and you're you're seeing this with the Brooklyn Nets they finally are putting the pieces together I think that'll be that's my so far that's who I have in the finals I got the the Brooklyn Nets versus the uh, Utah Jazz and I think it would be a great finals matchup we could see something special here in Brooklyn but yeah so that's who I have and all around, it's going to be fun to watch the remaining uh, playoff games. Great games tonight, um, and I, I hope that some of these series get closed out.